Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode eight of the Third Down Podcast. Today, we got a good show for you. We got dogs of the week. We got our can't lose parlays, and of course, we have our two good to be trues. Sadly, our boy Mal's not with us, but we will power through. Thanks for listening. Get back and enjoy the show. Boys, how you doing for the fifth time today? Um, you know, before the first recording, I was doing really good, and now we are at number five right now, and I'm slowly starting to decay. So, yeah, but we're living, we're alive, we're getting there. Ready to talk about some football again? (laughs) I'm having the time of my life, Dylan. This is all I could ask for. This is great. Thank you, guys. We've only been trying for an hour. It's okay. Yeah, lots of technical difficulties going on here at the Third Down Podcast. I'm not in my usual studio up in Connecticut. I'm in Georgia, so a lot of weird stuff's happening. But let's this week we're not going to talk about the college football scores because, eh, who cares? We're talking about the rankings because those came out was that last night, last night at 7 o'clock. Yes. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Of course, Alabama is number one. I think everyone expected this. I think they are the best team in the nation by far. You look at who they beat. We were talking about Kentucky this past week, won by 60. That's hard to do against any SEC team. And if you look at, you know, Florida, what they did to Vanderbilt, it was kind of a close game for about three quarters. So it just goes to show you how dominant Alabama is. Yeah, I'm definitely impressed, and it's definitely looking like a good – time to be an Alabama fan they have a real good shot at running the table and winning it all this year but uh you know definitely some other teams to worry about have any one seeds ever won the college football playoff I think only one has and it was maybe was it, it was LSU that year? last year it was LSU last oh, year oh yeah yeah you're right yep I think I read a stat where the two seed has won the most yeah, so far. And um, speaking of two seed, right now it's Notre Dame. So, but here's the thing. Here's my take. You ready? Ready. Notre Dame will not make the playoff. Who do you think will fill their spot? Now listen, here's where it gets interesting, okay? I think it depends how Northwestern plays in the Big Ten Championship against Ohio State. Saying they get there, right? There's different things that could happen. If they do not play well against Ohio State, I could easily see either Florida Mm -hmm. or, I'm not going to put in Cincinnati, Florida or Texas A&M jumping in there. And if I think any conference is going to get two teams, it will be the uh, SEC, just because how things are playing out this year. But if Northwestern does have a good performance, I think we could easily see them, and they went out, given that, I think we could easily see them maybe sneak into a four spot, and that would be awesome. That would be awesome. But I, th- I think it really depends if it's. And when I say close in the championship game, I'm talking two or three points. I think that's absolutely so you, the only way they get in. You think that a two-loss Florida team would get in 
over a no-loss Cincinnati or a one-loss Notre Dame? No, and here's why I say this. Because Notre Dame, right, they obviously beat Clemson. Great game, you know. But then again, you have to talk about no Trevor Lawrence. Right, and so we'll see how that game plays out in the ACC we championship. Will. We will. It all depends on that, really. Everything depends on I, that. I think it does. Like yeah. I said, if I think it's if close, Notre Dame even keeps it. If it's close, they can easily stay in the playoff. Right, that's what I was about to say. If they can keep it close, they can still lose that game and still make it in. Absolutely. But if they get blown out, then forget about we it. might be seeing our first non-Power 5 team make the playoff. That would be exciting as well. We did talk about this two recordings ago for this episode that messed up. But I, I as of now, looking at their schedules, I don't think either Cincinnati or BYU gets into the playoffs with their wins right now. Mm-mm. Yeah. They haven't played anyone too big to propel them into those right, spots. Correct. That's why we need the extended playoff, and we still got a few years yep. when until is it? that when happens. 22? 2022? 24. 2024. 24. Okay. Yeah. So we do have a while. Um, we do have a while. Uh, and who knows? They might not of, even expand it. I know. They might just be stubborn and just keep it at four. And that – I think you got to at least bump it to eight, man. You have to. I do too. Or six. Or six. I've... Even six. Have like a kind of like a a wild card and give the number one number one ranked team a buy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all you got to do. It's simple because yeah. that would make things. If we had Florida and right now, take Sam and Florida in to play into a game to play Alabama. You have the issue of you don't you solve the issue of people complaining that there's two SEC teams and that goes away. Or if Notre Dame loses, you could bump them to that game, put it in there. I mean, it just makes things a whole lot more interesting and a whole lot better, right. I think, if you if you bump it to six or eight. Yeah, I agree. Because I tell you, man, Alabama, Northwestern, that'd be cool. Notre Dame, Cincinnati, that would be cool. Clemson, Would Florida, Alabama, Northwestern be cool? It'd be a blowout, but it'd be it'd still be cool to, to see. I feel like – see, and then here's the – I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here. Right. You're going to get matchups that just aren't good if you expand the playoff and we will probably have games that are just blowouts. And that's why I can see them not expanding the playoff. But I would rather see those, blow, those blowouts um, if that means that more teams can make it in and make it a little bit – a little bit more interesting. You never know. You never know. It's college football, man. It's not cut and dry. Yeah. So that's that. I just don't think it's as as crazy as basketball. No. You know what I mean? Because because football, it's speed, strength, right? Yep. Size. Size. Now in basketball, it's everybody doing the same thing. Who can just do it more? You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's a, there's a lot of different factors, and it's like baseball too. Anybody can beat anybody. Same with basketball. A D3 team could be a D1 team if they're playing good that day. But, you know, if you if right. you look at it in football, there's no way in hell. No way in hell D3 team beats a D1 team at all. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We've still got four years until then. So, yep. a lot see. could change. We will see. Elkins, you got anything it's to say? A, it's brought us a lot of exciting games, though, so far in this playoff era. And uh, I definitely like the position it's been, and, you know, you talk about teams like UCF in the past getting left out, but, you know, I think at the end of the day, 
you've seen the committee make the right decision more times than not. So, and uh, this year won't be any different. I don't. I think you're gonna see a couple teams that think they should have got in, but you know, uh, I think I think it will be easier to tell after the next three weeks. You'll you'll definitely be able to tell because a two loss Florida, you know, they could lose in a bad fashion to Alabama and be like, yeah, they they're not gonna be in there. You know, mm-hmm. Notre Dame. If Notre Dame takes a game off this weekend, they're playing a ranked opponent. They could lose this weekend on the road at North Carolina, and then boom, yeah. talking about them losing a second game to Clemson, they're going to be out of there. Mm-hmm. I think you'll get a lot of answers uh, over the next three weeks for who's going to be in the playoff. And and even with Ohio State, they still have to play Michigan. And yeah, Michigan isn't good, but that's a rivalry game. So you Absolutely. just you never know what's going to happen. And Bama has to play Auburn this weekend. I don't think that they will lose, but you just you never know in these rivalry games. So we still got a lot a of football. To watch we do have a lot of football. Can... So SEC championship. What if Florida does beat Alabama? What does that set us up for? Hundred percent a possibility, but um, if you talk, if if Alabama does indeed beat Auburn this weekend and then plays a decent Arkansas team the following week and Alabama is 9-0 and to that point. They play Florida. They can lose and most likely still get in the playoff unless mm-hmm. injuries and a really bad loss. But um, does Florida make it at that point too? Oh, Florida, yeah. Florida wins. They if, if you beat – I think if you beat Alabama – I mean, if you – I mean – Looking at all three of the SEC, ACC, and Big Ten, if Northwestern beats Ohio State, got to give Northwestern that shot, I think. And same thing, Notre Dame already beat Clemson once. If they can play Clemson close again, I think they're going to get in. Florida, Mm -hmm. if they beat Alabama, I think Florida deserves that shot as well. And Florida's ranked higher than Northwestern. And yeah, there are a lot of things and butts this year. Right. I think that when it comes down to the Big Ten, SEC and ACC, it's basically an automatic lock for their conference champion this year um, to make the playoff, no matter who it is. If it's Northwestern, it's a lock. If it's Florida, it's a lock. If it's Notre Dame, it's a lock. Um so the mo- I think that could be the biggest thing to shake it up is if Florida does end up winning the SEC. Because then you get into the conversation of does one loss Notre Dame deserve to make it, assuming that they lose to Clemson, or does one loss Bama deserve to make it? Or Cincinnati, or A&M. Yeah, so. it's definitely going to be interesting to see how everything plays out, that's for sure. But let's keep – rattling off the top 25 here. We got Clemson at three, Ohio State at four. I am a little shocked they put Ohio State behind Clemson. A little bit. Just because of the one loss. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. Um, I think because they left that Indiana game so close last weekend that they decided to bump them down. And because they haven't played as many games as Clemson, uh, they felt like, I'm guessing, they didn't deserve to be higher. But honestly, is it that big of a deal at that po- at this point where they're at? No. 
because all you have to do is win out, and you're all in, you got to do is make so. it. You don't. It doesn't matter what you're ranked. You just got to make it. Right. Because either way, yeah. you're going to be playing in a semifinal game. So mm-hmm. that's that. Texas A&M at five, six is Florida, Cincinnati at seven, Northwestern at eight, Georgia at nine. How is Georgia still in the top ten, bro? How? And like you, like we said earlier, yes, they do have two losses to ranked teams, but it's still two losses. And there's a lot of teams that haven't lost any games or have dropped only one game outside of the top ten. Well, when you look at matchups with everyone below them, I think that Georgia beats all of those teams. I don't see a team in the rest of the top 25 that beats Georgia. Um, And I'm guessing that's what they did when they were making these rankings. Um, I don't know. I was pretty shocked, too. I was expecting like the 11 to 13 range. But I guess that we are valued more um, than we expected. I'll tell you what, though. I think Oklahoma would give Georgia a hell of a game. You think so? I think so. I I don't know. Last time they played, it was a hell of a game. Spencer Rattler has got a – or, excuse me, Lincoln Riley's got a great scheme there. And I think it could be a good matchup. I agree. Uh, But, um, yeah. uh, To – Sound off on Georgia. I think they are the best two loss team in the nation, and they're more than that. Actually, they're they're a they're a good team still. They've got a great defense, and you know they lost to the number one team in the nation. And other than that, they lost to Florida, who's got a great offense. Also, I mean, if they don't have those two teams scheduled, what if they were playing instead of Alabama, Ole Miss, or maybe LSU? Uh, yeah, absolutely, they would. They would probably beat both of those teams. That's going to be yeah. a win versus the Western crossover, and then they still would have lost to Florida. But but they would they'd probably be sitting at that A and M spot right now at five if they didn't play Bama. I think they would. I, I don't know why, but I feel like the like the ranking people are are always high on Georgia. They love Georgia. They just love them. So I think I mean I think they've been if, very consistent. That is true. I would say. But I think if 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 what happened, where we're talking about, if they didn't play Alabama, uh, and they had different West crossover games, I think they would be sitting in top four right now, just because they are Georgia and just because they are in the SEC. I don't know about top four. I think they would be in that top six. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's so many ifs. If they didn't play Bama, if who knows, JT Daniels had started against Florida. There's too many ifs for Georgia, and I think nine is a very generous spot for them right now. Yeah, it is. It is a generous spot. It, it is a very generous spot. So, yeah, let's let's keep going though. Uh, Miami at ten, not a shocker there. I don't think Miami is that great of a team. They only have one loss though, but yeah. I don't like their wins. Oklahoma at eleven, Indiana at twelve. I thought, and I think Indiana should be a little bit higher. I think maybe they should take over that ten spot, bump Miami down to eleven, Oklahoma at twelve. I agree. Uh, then we have Ohio State at thirteen, BYU nine and zero, not good wins though. So they're at fourteen, Oregon at fifteen, three and zero. I'm not sold on this Oregon team from what I've seen from them. But I, I don't like anybody in the Pac-12 this year, to be honest. 
Oh, I don't either. To be honest, I have not watched one down of Pac-12 football. No, because I always play it's the just, games at like 11 o'clock. I can't stay up for that, man. I'm tired. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's like 8 o'clock their time, too. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't even know how the players want to do that. But uh, Oregon was a team before the season started. I was like, I really hope Oregon runs the table this year. I like seeing Oregon be competitive. Um, but their defense has been flat out bad this year, and they're giving up a lot of points to – you know, whoever they've been playing, uh, just just not a threatening defense. And, you know, Pac-12 is just not not good. Yeah, they're not good. I guess it's not good. a good state over there. No. Uh, let's keep going. Wisconsin at 16, they're 2-1. and one. It's crazy to think they've only played three games. That's They've had so many games postponed, know, that's, man. That's crazy to think of. So here's a wash. It is a wash. Texas at seventeen at five and two. USC at three and zero. North Carolina at nineteen at six and two, which is strange. But uh, mm-hmm. then we have twentieth Coastal Carolina, who is now eight and zero. That was a great game against App State. They had uh, it was easily some about winner <laughs> winners <laughs> winners. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long day, man. And then we have Marshall at twenty one seven and zero. We are Marshall. Marshall. Thank you. I was waiting on that. Auburn at 22, Oklahoma State at 23, Iowa at 24, and then Tulsa at 25. I mean, I think the college football committee did good in the first rankings. I I think they did exactly what they needed to do. And we'll have to see what happens this weekend. We got some big games. We do have a lot of. of big games this weekend. And I think every game after the ranking start is a big game for no matter who it is, just because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm always interested to see where they put people after games because they do take in they don't take in just wins and losses they take in scores, injuries, all the stuff. So it is it is fun to watch. I'm gonna propose a little question right here. Okay. What has been your favorite college football playoff? game so far like ever ever i know what elkins is i gotta say that alabama ohio state game i have to say it that was no that is just one of the best games i've ever watched it's just games like that are what make college football so great like if no one's ever seen college football before in their life like say they're from overseas or something i sit them down and i make them watch that game and i say look at the energy look at the players this is college football. I think that overall has to be be the best game. But my favorite memory from the college football playoffs is when Oregon played Florida State and Jameis fell backwards yep. and threw that yep. pass backwards. That's my all-time yeah. favorite memory. That That is my all-time favorite game. Oh, yeah? I don't know why. Was that the first I year of the playoffs? It was the second, second year. year. Yeah. Wait. No, that was the first because year. Because it was, it was Oregon, Florida State, and then on the other side, it was Bama, Ohio Bama, State. Ohio State. That was such a good playoff, dude. For the first it one, was, it was it was awesome. And I remember no, it was, are you talking- that game was in uh, at the Rose Bowl. Uh, it was just that oh, was just yeah, awesome, yeah. man. It was just awesome to watch. Man. Yeah, actually, no. Let me take it back. My favorite college football playoff game: Georgia, Oklahoma, in the Rose Bowl. Going to overtime, dude. Oh my gosh, that game that was, was awesome too. Something to watch. 
Yeah, a lot of people think I'm going to say 2018 national championship, but my my answer is actually round one between Alabama versus Clemson. That was my favorite playoff uh, final game, you know. Uh, and to get to an exact moment, uh, obviously seeing O.J. Howard with those three or two touchdown catches, those were awesome. But the onside kick called by Nick Saban to shift the entire momentum of that game, it's one of my favorite plays. And, you know, af- after we recover, it just pans over to Saban grinning after that call because he, he, knew he, he knew that he had the game where he wanted it when he made that call. Yep. And yep. That, that man put his fields. nuts out on the table. Oh, man, and it worked out for him. As my father he would is. say, he brung what he brung, and he brung enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that was awesome. Obviously, that 2018 game was it, – it, that game hurt too much. It, it just – for three quarters, it was just pain. I was like, man, Georgia's going to beat us, man. It was uh, a whirlwind of emotions for oh, both wow. fans. Oh, we did not deserve I'm it. just glad I didn't watch but... it with Mal. That would have been horrible. Yeah, I am the too. Tears after? Oh God! I, I, the hey, I, I cried too when the game was over. It was <laughs> Georgia Bama have had some really good games oh, here in yeah. the past. Minus this they year, are, oh, they're yeah. due to beat us. I think if they we are a quarterback due. and bring a quarterback, yep, we are very much due to beat y'all. But who knows? Great question, Bartu. I enjoyed that. Brought Thank back you. some memories. But let's talk about NFL now. So Thursday night, Seahawks squeak one out, 28-21 over the Cardinals. Good redemption game for them because the last one they played, uh, they lost the Cardinals because Russell Wilson likes to just throw up balls and not even look where they're going, just toss them up. But Not my MVP not anymore. Not my MVP. No. No. I try to tell you. Patrick Mahomes is getting close to slamming that door shut. Yeah, y'all, y'all were right. I was definitely wrong about that one. But Aaron Rodgers, man. We take it on the chin and we run. Aaron Rodgers, even though they lost to the Colts, speaking of, let's go ahead and read out that score. Where is that? Uh, 34-31 Colts. A hot rod. Nailed the coffin shut. But, dude, Aaron Rodgers, bro, this guy. There was one play. It was the fourth quarter. Uh, they're at their own inside the 10, maybe inside the 5. Uh, he drops back. Drops one in. There's three guys in coverage. I think it, I don't know if it was Scantling that caught it or somebody dropped one in right on the money. It's like, dude, this guy, he, I think he beats out Patrick Mahomes MVP race. And really? Here's why. here's why, right? He's got the best chance. He has the best yeah, chance. Yeah, state your case. State and your here's case. Here's why. Because Mahomes, right? Obviously, the kid's a stud. He's been on a high. But listen. I don't know. I don't know my history that well for NFL. Has there ever been someone that has won two MVPs in a span of three years? No That's name. A good question, and I don't have an mind. answer for it. Now, and I'm not saying. I would assume that Brady might have. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look. look it up. I got it. I got it. Okay. List of NFL MVP. I, I think that you might be right in that nobody has recently. And that's, that's my whole reason. And the the reason is, oh, well, Peyton won it back-to-back. So that's right. in 2008-2009. But besides that, if we're looking more recently, Aaron Rodgers' last one won in 2014. I would like 
I, I think that's the only reason he has a shot because I don't know if they would go Mahomes, Lamar, Mahomes. I think they would give it to to Rodgers. And you look at it, I'm not saying Mahomes is playing bad, but I just can't, I, you just can't not give it to Rodgers with how he's playing. See, the thing is, I'm going to refute you real quick. I don't think that they really care about previous winners when it comes to MVP. I think that they just want to pick who actually is the best player. And for me, it is Mahomes. I mean, that man, if you take him off of the Chiefs, yeah, they're still going to be a good team, but are they going to be dominant? No, I don't think so. Um, And I guess you could say the same about Rodgers. I don't think that they're the same team without him. So no, definitely not. Because I don't know. I'm. I mean, you think about it. Yeah, they have Aaron Jones, right? Yeah, they right. have Devontae Adams, but I feel like Devontae Adams is great because he gets targeted so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 it is up in the air, but it definitely is going to be either Mahomes or Rodgers. I think it has to. Yes. Be. I yeah, think I everybody has come to that. Oh, here's Jones my projection too. too. Projection. Within the next five years, DK Metcalf will win at least one NFL MVP. Wow, you think a receiver will get it in the era mm-hmm. of the quarterback? I said within the next five uh, years. So, uh, 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 dude, DK is unlike any other receiver I've ever watched special. in my whole entire life. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, the man's it's a crazy. freak. Yeah. I played. Do you see that tweet and... that someone? What'd you say? Go ahead, Elkins. I was just going to say, I played quarterback, and if somebody like DK Metcalf was in front of me, I would just fold. Just let it let just let it happen. Don't try. He's just – Did you see that tweet? Special. What was the tweet? Uh, of someone saying, I can't believe that these two guys play football professionally, and it yes. was a picture of Hot Rod and DK Metcalf. They play the same oh, sport. Oh, it cracked me up. That's funny. Play the exact same sport, and they're just two different – Specimens. It's funny. One of them was at the uh, table on draft night, dressed up nice. Another one was playing with Legos with his girlfriend. Hey, there you go. No, no Rodrigo slander. Sorry about that. I love it's Rodrigo. It's just he's a character. You have to kind of pick on him. Yeah. But uh, no, you're right. Uh, let's talk about the Panthers Lions game. So PJ, excuse me, sorry. Is his name PJ, right? Nickname PJ? PJ Walker? Yes. Guy from the yeah. – uh, he played in the uh, XFL. I remember watching him. He was pretty good in the XFL. But, dude, that he balled out. Oh, he had two picks. But, still, it was a good performance. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater would have won this game, if I'm being quite honest with you. No, I think you're right. I picked Lions uh, against the spread last week for my dog of the week. Didn't turn out very good. No, it did not. Lines did not look good no. at all. And I think, dude, could you imagine if they had P.J. Walker and McCaffrey? <sighs> Dangerous. Dangerous. When is he coming back? I don't know, man. We Elkins, know. Do, you, do you know, since he's on your, your fantasy team, you can read the little news updates? That's uh, you're, that's not the guy you want to ask. I have no idea. I'm, I did beat you this weekend in fantasy. You did, dude. You, everyone on your team Man. just went off. I don't know where it came from. I just, I just have to put guys out there and hope for the best. Now I don't. I mean, McCaffrey, he's listed as doubtful okay. this week, 
so he probably will not play. So he's close, though, to coming back. Probably call it um, two weeks. They just played Detroit. They got a bye week, week 13. He might come back against Denver um, week 14. Interesting. If not, probably against Green Bay. Okay. Are they leading their division right now? Let me look. Um, I will look for you right now. No, the Saints are. Saints. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, dude, the Panthers are four and seven. Good God, I thought they were doing a little bit better than that. <laughs> Woo! Oh, they're in a tough division, though, man. Besides the Falcons, yeah, they that's are. a tough division. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, um, what do we think the hardest division is? It's the NFC. Uh, it's got to be the NFC East, man. It's a hard life to be one of those players in that division. <laughs> Because they have. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. NFC East. <laughs> as far as good teams, though, in a division. No, um, I think. I, I think. Excuse me, one second. Probably the West. I think the AFC North might be. Because you look at it, they got the Steelers. The Browns are doing pretty well this year, and the Ravens. Scratch the Bengals. It's a good call. Those are good. Th- three good teams. That's a good. Call. I'm gonna go with the AFC West. Ah, Chiefs, Raiders, you got the Chiefs. Broncos, Chargers. Yeah, the Broncos and Chargers. Yeah, they're not great, but they've put on some pretty good performances this year. They, and the Raiders, I think, are really solid. I'm going to go with the NFC West to uh, sort of veer away from y'all. I didn't want to give the same answer. I like the NFC West here. Oh, yeah. You know, the Rams. The Rams have the potential to beat anybody in the league. Same for the Seahawks and I think for the Cardinals as well even though their records don't say so. They're three very good teams. Fourth place is the def- or the defending NFC champion and the 49ers, and they're obviously a great team with a ton of injuries. So Yes. If yeah, they have healthy good players, pick. they're probably running the table as well. That's a good pick. Oh, yeah. It is a good pick. Uh, let's talk about the Texans versus the Patriots. Whoa. I did not expect the Texans to win this game. I expected it to be close, but – I didn't see Deshaun Watson pulling it out. He did, though. Good for the Texans. Yeah. Patriots, they still yeah. suck. Update, newsflash. It's still terrible. Cam Newton's a fraud. Big fraud. And, uh, let's not forget, week one, I said that he will not be an NFL quarterback next year, and I am sticking by it. He just looks washed oh, yeah. up, man. You think that he's not going to get signed by anybody? I don't know. He looks so slow out there. Yeah, he, he does. Can't throw it. He just can't run it. It's just like ah, it's hard to watch him play. If I'm being honest, it's just hard yeah. to watch. The last time I really truly sat down and watched Cam Newton play, I think it was versus he's playing the Buccaneers on Thursday Night Football like a year ago, playing for the Panthers, and he was just overthrowing. He's throwing the ball too high on comeback routes, just missing so many open receivers, and you know. He kind of I mean, looks like Jameis Winston right now. He really does, to be yeah. honest. He, he looks like a beast. If you looked at Jameis and Cam side by side, you know Cam looks like a lot better of an athlete. And mm-hmm. I think he'll always look like a good athlete, and that's something that could get him signed in the future just because he, he is he's a beast. He's a big guy. I mean, you know, he's not playing well, though. No, he's definitely no, out of New England, not. though, after this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about Titans versus Ravens. Let's go. This game 
got me so juiced when they were fighting on the field before and Malcolm Butler was cursing out Harbaugh. That was electric. Yep. And then after the game, after they went in overtime, Titans went in overtime, Vrabel goes up to shake Harbaugh's hand and he waves him off. And Harbaugh won't even do oh, it. Oh, my Come God. Off. Dude, the Titans live rent-free in the Ravens' dude, head, dude. I was like – What a game. It's just one of those where it makes you want to go outside and start – putting on a helmet and hitting the tree you know you just want to, <laughs> just want to get after it dude. I, that, go and run some oklahoma that drills. game got me so juiced up man so juiced it was up. it was a great, great comeback honestly oh yeah it was and a really good bounce back victory for the titans too god we yeah, needed it so bad bro we needed it so needed bad because yeah, had to have it and they got it we were looking at choking a, a um playoff spot oh. but we're back on track. I tell you right what, and even I tell you what, one coming up this weekend against the Colts. Huge game. It's in Indianapolis, right? Yep. But don't be surprised, Derrick Henry, 150 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Write it down. Put it in the book. Write it down. Somebody write it down. Take a clip Let's of go. this so I can remember it next week. 150 Let's yards, go. two touchdowns. Write it down, Elkins. Let's Thank you. Go. Thank you. It's coming down. God, you're amping me up right oh, now, dude. Bro. I just want to. I'm about to punch out my window right now. <laughs> but, Huge game for the Titans. Let's hope that they can God. play like they did last week. I hope they so. Look really good. Oh, I'm going to the Browns game, Titans-Brown game on December 6th. Oh, you yeah. are? It's gonna, if we went out and they keep winning out, it's going to be a great game. Yeah. I went to the Titans-Saints game last year, and it was really good. Obviously, the Titans lost, but it was a fun game to yeah, go to. I went to – we played the Texans a few years back, and – I I was there and I was just remember watching D Hop, dude. That guy is insane. Has I, to be one of the best receivers. I've never in the seen somebody with three as in good my hands as him. He, he just doesn't drop right anything, now. man. No, he doesn't. Insane. Michael Thomas, who? I hate Michael Thomas, bro. I hate him. Fraud. Fraud. Oh, and you know what? While we're on Titans, Ravens, Ravens. You are the biggest frauds in the NFL right now. Preach it. Y'all are a joke. I've been saying it for weeks now. They are not a good team. And it came out to show. They're just Yeah, I, I will Go ahead, Oak. I'll say quickly about the Ravens. Uh before the season started, I said Well, they, they were a great team last year. There's no denying I know. they were yeah. excellent last year and they should have walked into the Super Bowl and probably won mm-hmm. it. Going into this year, I said if Lamar Jackson does not win a Super Bowl this year with the Ravens, he won't win one in his career. No. And I think it's starting to settle in, and I don't, I don't think he's going to do it. How many years do you think that Lamar has left? Oh, he's got being, he's got. I'd say he's probably got like seven or eight years left. I don't know, dude. If he keeps on playing like this, who knows? I'm not saying starting. I'm saying playing. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. It's starting. Oh, three to four. I think he – I give him three years max. He has not been impressive. Here's, and here's the problem with the In my opinion. I've said this multiple times this year, but he makes an offense too cut and dry, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You stop, you stop him from running, game over. They have no shot of winning any game. 
And I, and I think that's the that's, issue. I think he It's not the easiest thing to do though. No, stopping a player like him from running. But it, when you do it, but when you do, they do over with because they, they don't have any running backs, man. Mark Ingram sucks. J.K. Dobbins, he's going to be good in a few years, but right now he is he's gonna be not good. good. Not good enough to carry an offense on his back. Justice Hill is not a high caliber player. I mean, it's just I don't, and I don't, I don't think Hollywood Brown panned out to be as good as everyone thought he would be. Yeah, super disappointing. I have him on anything, my fantasy man. team. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, I do like the Ravens' defense a lot. I like that secondary. I, you know, I like their defensive line. I think Wolf and Calais Campbell. That's I think those are that's great two defensive tackles. But yeah, they're a, they're a solid duo. Yeah, absolutely. But let's bring it back down to a somber note. Uh, obviously, the injury to Joe Burrow was not good. Towards ACL, MCL, and did other structural damage. Doctors and coaches say he'll be back by next year, but let's be real here, fellas. That's mm. going to take longer. I don't that, think, I think so. Yeah. We might be able to see him midseason next year, but God, dude, that video was—it's tough to watch. That's almost as bad as the. Do you remember the Kevin Ware when he snapped oh, his man, leg? Dude. Oh, the Louisville, Louisville basketball player. Yes, dude. It kind of reminded me like that, minus bones sticking out. Yeah. Um, so prayers out to him, man. That sucks for him. He was having a pretty good season. And, considering and we talked about it earlier. It this was bound to happen with how bad the offensive line is there. It's bound yeah. to happen. Yeah, You hate to see it because so the kid was balling, but, but uh, it did cost me a parlay. I had them. them uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> let me say this. Damn it, Joe Burrow. <laughs> I know it's not your fault. But it did cost me my parlay. I would have won two hundred bucks. So, all right, all right. Uh, you know, ripped his season. But uh, let's talk about uh, the Broncos beating the Dolphins. Another surprise game. Tua getting benched. Yikes! Well, apparently, I think he tweaked his ankle, left ankle. So I don't know if it was Is that the one hurt. that he hurt. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Uh, which ankles? He had not? surgery on both ankles. <laughs> well, he had a <laughs> he had surgery on both ankles. God, he, he he full on sprained one of them, and then the other one he had the same surgery. He had the rod put in to like make it more sturdy, and then he had that same surgery uh, ahead of time. Two is going to be the million dollar man one. before he gets out of the league. <laughs> yeah, <Bionic laughs> limbs and stuff. Going to be like the damn. Ten man. So no, I think they benched Jesus. him to be more preventative. Plus, he wasn't doing that great. But I think it was more preventative. Yeah. They didn't want him to ride it into the wall and then get hurt. So, understand. Yeah, you think, think that he start? Do you think that he starts this week against the Jets? Yeah, yeah, he'll get the start. Yeah, he should. Unless they want to rest him. I don't but know. I think I he don't gets know. Start. Uh, Cowboys we'll versus Vikings. I have to tell the story. It's I don't. I'm sure you guys have heard of it by now. But Mike McCarthy. Earlier in the week, brought a sledgehammer and a watermelon into one of the meetings and crushed the watermelon. Wow. The team ran. Why? Football guy, man. (laughs) I don't know. Yes, (laughs) But apparently it was enough to to get them to beat the Vikings, man. Andy Dalton probably got so fired up from that watermelon just getting smashed. I love it. Hopefully the Cowboys can get a little bit back on track. Yeah. Uh, dude, it would be kind of – I know, sorry, Lacey, but uh, it would be kind of dope if they won the division. Andy Dalton as a quarterback, it would be kind of dope. 
Lacey a Giants fan or something? She's an Eagles fan. Ugh. I know. She's having a rough life with old Carson Wentz being the worst quarterback in the league. But, yeah, what's going on with dude, him? He has been garbage. What hurts in? Every time I watch an Eagles game, I want to grab my eyeballs, rip them out, and roll them underneath a tiny table where I can't stick my hand underneath them to reach them. It's terrible. He I think he threw another pick six. He panics so much in the pocket. I think that's his issue. He panics way too quick. He doesn't have a battle. I line, don't get but like it's just he freaks out and he duck every time there's pressure, he's not trying to roll out and make something happen. He's ducking, he falls. You can watch it every time he falls that or he just says screw it and tosses up a dumbass pass and it gets picked off, taken to the house. That's the issue, right? Right. There. And I I just don't get how the Eagles thought that he was some – how everyone thought he was an elite quarterback Whoa. because of one good season. Biggest fraud he, quarterback in the NFL. Ooh. That, that's, that's fair to say, but – It you is, know, yeah. His second year in the NFL, he was the best player for 11 weeks or maybe even longer than that than the ACL tear. And he yeah. really hasn't been the same since that tear. Nope. And Nick Foles is the best thing that has ever happened to the Eagles organization, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, and they get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just – That's the man that won you the Super Bowl. He did it, I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. I just don't think that he is that good. Yeah, he hasn't been the same since that knee injury. And yeah. I like – he's got all the makings to be a good quarterback. I would love just, to see some Hurts time. In Philadelphia, I, I'd love to see it. That too. would he be so it. cool. They His can switch back to the Mike Vick offense they had when he was there. Oh, oh bro, <laughs> that would be so awesome. Say less. That would be so awesome. But uh, that would be awesome. Okay, last couple games NFL wise, uh, Chiefs Raiders. Pat Mahomes called games on their ass. He called game. Yep, really good That's game. It. Really good game. Uh, shout out Bustin' with the Boys. They did an interview with Travis Kelsey before the game. Uh, probably one of the best quotes from that show. It's a great great podcast, by the way. Uh, they were talking about how the Raiders were, like, running around the Chiefs stadium, like, celebrating and stuff after they won them. One, beat them earlier in the season. And they're like, so how does that make you feel? And Travis Kelsey's like, I want to effing kill them. Like, Dude, it's just blatant. Just I want to f and kill them. Two hundred fifty yards on their head, and then he caught the game winner. It was just awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, it, it was awesome. It was poetic justice at its finest. He manifested that. He did. He really did. And then uh, let's wrap it up with the Rams beating the Bucks. Tom Brady, man. E. He might. He. he yeah, he, didn't he, look good. He probably should have retired after he won that Super Bowl. His his legacy is getting a little bit tarnished right now. Just just a little bit. Is it though? Yeah. Because nah. I just, I don't. I, he's definitely still the best of all time, but like he will be when it's done. But like, I definitely think less of him now with how he's playing. See, I don't because I I know that age is such a factor right now for him. Um, that it doesn't really bother me that he isn't playing that well anymore. And maybe that's just me being a Brady fan. Uh, it definitely is me just being a Brady fan. Mm-hmm. But these last season, maybe two seasons that he has left in him, um, will not affect 
anything on his legacy in my mind. Well, Elkins, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously he's got the most accolades among any quarterback in the history of the game. And having a season like this, you know, it is what it is at that point. And you can't take anything away from him, but it's hard to give him anything in the future if he does. I mean, even winning a game here and there. I mean, that's just adding to his career win total at that point. That's how I look at it. Right. I think these final few years in Tampa, all they can do is make his legacy greater. I do not think that it can tarnish his legacy. Because what if they do win a Super Bowl with that? Well, then, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll hop back on. But right now, I think, like I said, he's still going to be the GOAT. He's still going to be the GOAT, easily. Yeah. No no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Mal's not here to dispute that this time. Thank God. But I'm – That stressed me out. I go back to when they won the Super Bowl against Atlanta. In my mind at that time, I was like, holy hell, Tom Brady is such a stud, right? You go back and you think about how you thought about Tom Brady then. That's what I'm saying. Think about how he was then, and then you look at him now. That's all I'm saying. In my mind, yeah, I, that's a fair it's point. just not the same guy. Yeah, and it's, it's not. It's not the same guy to me. Yeah, that's a fair point. So that's where I was coming from. But uh, let's well, hop over to our dogs of the week. Thank you, thank let's you. Let's do it, baby. Uh, let's do it. Bar two, you'll start, then me, and then Elkins, and then we'll do another round for NFL, all right? All right, starting off, I have Mississippi State plus nine and a half at Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. Mississippi State Ooh. is coming off a pretty good game against Georgia. Their offense looked good. Their defense looks shockingly pretty good, too, despite giving up 42 points, yep. was it? Um, 35. So, 35. Um, so, I expect Mississippi State to be a little pissed off, and it is a big rivalry game, so hammer them. And then I also have Rutgers plus 12 at Purdue. Rutgers took it down to the wire against Michigan. Just like with Mississippi State, they're going to be pissed off. They are going to be craving a win. And this Rutgers team is pretty solid. So, hoping for some more Shiano magic like they like he did against Michigan State. So, Rutgers plus 12. And I like that pick because Rutgers, that area where the school is in New Jersey, dude, they have – it's so much talent there. That. I mean, you look, that's mm-hmm. where Quentin Nelson's from. Like, they have such real peppers. Real peppers. It, the list goes on and on with talent there. So I think if Shiano can turn that thing around and start getting some of those mm-hmm. high-caliber recruits, because it's a nice school. It's a nice school. It is, yeah. I think we're going to be looking at a pretty good Rutgers team here in a few years, and that's very yeah. exciting to say. Very exciting to yeah. say. But uh, my lines this week I'm taking are very close. I'm taking Georgia Tech plus one versus Duke. How is how is Duke favored in this game again? Thanks, awesome. Didn't 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 know why either. But uh, free money. Where's that game at? I don't care where it's at. There's no fans really. So I hope it's at Georgia <laughs> Tech because they do have fans. But I don't know. I'm taking them. Shout out Josh. Shout out John. But I'm also taking Iowa State plus one and a half versus Texas. Wow, good pick as well. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's solid. Thank you. Thank you. Those are my two picks. 
Well done, Dylan. Thank you, thank you. I like both of those. Like them. Um, Colorado, plus 12. They're playing at USC. I'm going to keep picking against USC until they lose. They're due. They're due to lose. I don't think they're going to lose this weekend, but I think 12 is too many. Colorado, Colorado's playing pretty motivated. They're 2-0, and you mm-hmm. know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You're winning games. I think you're going to continue to try and win games, and they're going to give themselves a shot versus USC. 12 is enough for me to take Colorado. This one's hot. I think you North Carolina is very inconsistent, and we could get one good North Carolina this Saturday, or we could get one bad North Carolina this Saturday. I think it's going to be the good North Carolina playing at home against Notre Dame. They're plus five, and Notre Dame will win by four, or they will lose the game. I liked your first one, Elkins. I don't like second that one. Second. I am, I am <laughs> I disappointed. Like Look second. at the last time that you bet against Notre Dame; it just it didn't work out for you. But who knows? Half a point, half a point on that Boston College, but you know, can't take a game off and. We've seen two different North Carolina teams this year, and I think they're going to try and play this game. Plus five is a little too tight, in my opinion. I think that line should be more like plus eight or seven and a half. I agree. But you never know. Mm. It'll oh, be a great. It'll be great to talk about next week if it hits. It will. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. All right. All right. For uh, NFL, first one, I have Tennessee plus three and a half at the Colts. This is the biggest game of the season. Let me for say, the I took that same line. Good, you should. I'm juiced after um, that last game. <laughs> I will. Yeah, I will buy yep. anything they're selling right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. They will not lose this game. They will win outright, or they will not cover the spread. Um, and then I have. I know we're not supposed to bet on the Jets, but I have Jets plus seven versus the Dolphins because they looked. Pretty good last week, and the Dolphins did not. So we don't know who's going to be starting at quarterback. We're assuming Tua, but if they have to lob in Fitz Magic, then I think the Jets have a real shot of getting their first win. All right, I like those picks. I like them. Um, so I obviously had the Titans plus three and a half, like we said, uh, and then I have. The Lions plus two and a half versus the Texans. Listen, shut out last week. That's a punch in the face to any football team. I think they come out. I think Stafford throws it on them. I think Swift might be back this game. That's a big part of their offense. I think Galladay is back as well. I like the I like the Lions in this one. I like them outright. Texans are high off that win. I think they get put back down in their place. So Lions plus two and a half. I like that pick, Dylan, and I do too. I've got that same game. Um, I've actually got two Thanksgiving games. To, Ooh, um, Turkey Day. I've got the, the two only games tomorrow. Uh, Steelers game got waved off, and they're playing Sunday now. But I, I like those Lions uh, plus three at home. They usually perform well on Thanksgiving. Um, I wish I had their career record pulled up here, but. Um, I'll be a good game. I like the Lions for the same reason you do. And then we've got the Washington football team playing at Dallas. And these this is the NFC East. So it's going to be good. Yep. It's going to be good. And whoever wins that game is going to be eating a big turkey dinner afterwards and probably first place in the division. Yep. Good picks. 
Like it, like it. Uh, okay, can't lose parlay. Same same uh, order will go. So bar two. Okay, so mine is centered around some Thanksgiving Day football, baby. So to start off, I have Detroit plus three versus Houston, and then after that, we got Washington versus Dallas, the over forty six. And then this game, it was scheduled for Thanksgiving, but it got recently moved to Sunday. But I have Baltimore money line at Pittsburgh. Oh. It's a bold pick. It's a bold pick. Especially after we just got done dogging Lamar Jackson like that. Right, <laughs> right. But you know what? Sometimes you got to take the risk. All right. Um, and then lastly, throwing some college football on Thanksgiving, I have Air Force versus Colorado State over 55. Hopefully they can spread the ball That's exciting. out. It's very exciting. It is exciting. Uh, this Very. is my can't lose parley NFL per usual. I do not bet college. Too unpredictable for old Skip. But uh, fair enough. I have Kansas City minus three versus the Buccaneers, right? And I also like in that game over fifty four. Well, I think that's I think that's an easy, easy pick. Then I have the Saints versus Broncos over forty three and a half. I have the Panthers plus four at the Vikings. Those are my picks. Solid. Can't lose parlay. Interesting. Those will not lose. My ah, probably uh, I can lose now, Parlay. Um we had the technical difficulties last week and that was the first technically I am still seven and oh when my picks are posted out there for you guys to listen to them. So That's what was we're still roll with that seven and oh record. <laughs> um we went one and three last week, but it's a new week and we got five new games here starting tonight. College basketball is back, folks. Yes, it got, is. There's there's too many questions to have answered here. I'm sorry, I don't want to put anybody to sleep here, but Texas Tech minus five and a half. They got a good team, and they're playing against Northwestern State. Northwestern State's also very good. I'm your college basketball guy, just an FYI. I had I did great last year on my picks, and we're going to keep it up this year starting tonight. Um, roll Tide, minus 24. That's all we're going to say there. Yeah. Bills, minus 5.5, playing against the Chargers. The Bills are going to try and break away here. After the Dolphins lost, they want to get a two-game lead. They're going to beat the Chargers, and they're going to do it by more than six points. Um, they're playing at home. Next game up, Chiefs are playing at Tampa Bay. We don't we don't know about Tampa Bay. They're too inconsistent, and the Chiefs are really starting to look like the world like like world champions again. They are yep. still playing really well at nine and one. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we've got Western Michigan minus twenty. They are three and zero, and they are hosting Northern Illinois. That rounds off the parlay. They are minus twenty against the Huskies. I'm loving them, loving right. them this week. Great picks. Great, great picks. Now it is time for my favorite segment: Too Good to Be True. Uh. All right, I guess I'll start. Uh, I told Noah the name of this article earlier. We both started dying laughing. <laughs> but So, Elkins, get ready. It's absurd. This is by CBS News. This happened in 2012 in June. But a uh, man with a cat denied entry by Florida strip club, comma, arrested. 
this article is very well written, by the way, as well. Oh my god! <laughs> still can't. I can't get over it. All right, in Murdoch, Florida, a man walks into a strip club with a cat. Dot dot dot. It says, "Please don't tell me you've heard this one." So they played it off like a you know a guy walks into a bar kind of joke. And I guess the guy's name was Everett La Lages L A G E S. Tried to enter a Murdoch, Florida strip joint last week with a kitten, but when they were both refused entry, he repeatedly <laughs> called nine one one. Deputies arrested Lages for misusing nine one one on other charges. Uh, <laughs> what is wrong with this psychopath? Also, why are all of these stories in Florida? In Florida? <laughs> I, I mean, God, Jesus, it's getting absurd nowadays. <laughs> He said the club owner had committed a crime by by denying entry to the cat. <laughs> hey, cat life, cat lives matter. matter too, baby. They matter. Oh my god! He said he. They said he kept calling the police even after they were on the scene, like it with his phone. <laughs> so he was, was highly intoxicated. Highly intoxicated. <laughs> um. The kitten is reportedly in the custody of animal control. So he was mad the cat didn't get into the strip club. He wanted a little buddy in there with him. So <laughs> that, that was my story. <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, I'll go next, Elkins. Yeah, I don't really have a good to be too good to be true. So you go ahead, Noah. Okay. Well, a bit of a sad mine note, isn't really. great, but it's just it's one of my favorite stories. Sadly, today we lost a soccer icon in Diego Maradona, and it has rattled the soccer world, as it should, because he was a true icon in the game. But one of my favorite stories from him, for one of his drug tests, it came back, and there were so many positive results that they had no clue what he had taken. I mean, this man must have been ingesting anything he could find. You know those parties that some people have in college where they just have like a big bucket of mystery pills and one person gets a pill? Can't say I've been to one of those. <laughs> no, I haven't either. I've just heard of them. Some Project Anyways, stuff. Yeah, this man must have just got a fistful just of pills. Munching on them like Halloween just, candy. Yes, yes. And I love the man. Rest in peace, but that is an incredible story to where you can't even pinpoint what drug you are taking because you have tested positive for so many things. So rip to an, a legend, man. Party legend and a soccer legend. That's right. Yeah, I sort of had the same thing there, Diego Maradona, but I just saw this on Twitter right now that Nick Saban's brother – is actually going to be coaching Alabama this Saturday. His name is Rick Navin. <laughs> Do uh, what? Here he is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nick Saban with glasses. No. Did he in a mustache? Oh no! <laughs> I thought you were being for real at first. I was like, how is that even possible he runs in the for family. your brother to fill in? He runs for in you? The family. No. <laughs> Not that's too good to be true. Hey, I don't know. If Rick Nabin calls a pretty good game, he could get the Tennessee job. Good. Who knows? This could be his breakout opportunity. It could easily be his. <laughs> to go and beat the shit out of a shitty Auburn team. 
Uh, okay, you can't lie. Would it not be electric if the team was let out through the smoke? All you saw was a robot with wheels and a screen attached to it. Saban's face is on there clapping when he rolled out. Oh, I would cry. That would be electric. That would be a meme forever. Cry. Can't really oh, throw yeah. his headset um, on the sideline though. Somebody will have to throw it for him. Uh, probably Butch Jones. He's on the sideline. <laughs> the coffee man. <laughs> I will never forget when Butch first got hired at Alabama. There was a story. There was a story about him going into the like a shop, like a like a team shop, not for the team only for the students, whatever fans, like a gear yeah. shop. He was buying all the gear. They didn't give him any gear. He had to go buy his own gear. Oh my god! The disrespect. <laughs> that is, has to be one of the most. Like one of the worst downfalls of a college coach in history, and to go from coaching, oh, yeah. and we actually he's done being done paid off after this year. So twenty twenty one, no good. more money to Butch for Tennessee, which is good. Man. Then we got to give money to Pruitt after he gets fired too. So which it's a never ending cycle since former left, but hey, it happens. It does happen. Uh, so yeah, biggest downfall go from coaching at Power Five school to now you're printing out copies and you're getting getting some coffee for assistant coaches. And let me tell you, shout out to all the grad assistants out there. In my days of playing college football, I have seen some grad assistants been treated so horribly, so horribly. So shout out to them. It's a tough life. Now Butch Jones, one of them. It's a bunch of 20 year olds plus a 40 year old man who's making millions. Man's hitting his midlife crisis. He is. He is. But, uh, yeah, anything else to add, boys? We got it done. Take five. Yeah, Take five. We finally. finally got it done. We only have like ten minutes doing left. This for so three that's, hours. That's fine. We won't go the whole ten minutes anyways. But uh, everyone, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. I hope you watch Fantastic. all the football tomorrow that you and can possibly – All the food you want. I hope you get a headache from watching so much football and you have a stomachache yep. from eating – so much food, but have, and you got a good head buzz from drinking so much beer. Absolutely, God bless America. <laughs> God bless you if you're listening to this podcast. We love you, thank you, and we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>